welcome to the Enchanted Ears podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. And on today's episode, we're going to answer the age-old question of who has the better version of the rides, Disneyland or Disney World? I don't know why we're doing this episode. I don't feel like we're going to make a lot of friends on this. I feel like people have very strong opinions. Well, that's why we're going to answer it today. We're going to tell you definitively. <laughs> definitively. Yeah. We, we talked about this a few weeks ago on our Disneyland trip recap. We were going to talk about the rides and we said, hey, let's hold off because we were going to Disney World. So we, we rode them relatively close together. So we're going to talk through through them. I, I threw out a poll for some of them on, on Instagram as well. And I was actually kind of surprised by some of the results. So we'll... We'll talk about some of those results as we talk about some of these as well. But uh, yeah, it's interesting uh, riding them so close together and, and kind of seeing they're the same ride for a lot of them, but different, you know, and, and just kind of what those differences are. Mm-hmm. All right. But before we get into that, let's cover the Disney news of the week. And in um, the most like no duh news ever, uh, Bob Iger's contract got extended for another two years. So if uh, if you didn't see that coming, I, I don't know. I think I think I talked about this. We talked about this when he came on, uh, and he had I'm a two year sh- contract. We were like, "There's no way yeah, he's only staying I, on for I was two years." Say, you said like very explicitly that there's no way that this is how long his contact track was going to. Yeah, last. this was the least shocking news uh, Disney's ever announced. So they've extended him through 2026. Uh, he did an interview uh, afterwards with, with CNBC, and he talked a, a lot about different things and it was pretty interesting because it sounds like nothing is going to be off the table over the next couple of years with Disney. He talked about he would be open to selling their TV channels like ABC and FX, which I think is pretty surprising. They're looking for a strategic partner in ESPN. And they also talked about Marvel and Star Wars cutting back on content. And he talked about specifically Marvel um, they they got into TV. They started making so much that they quote diluted focus and attention by making so much content, which I think is interesting because it's what a lot of people have been talking about that there's there's too much Marvel. The shows yeah. aren't as good. There's no real stakes to them. Um, so it's interesting to hear Bob Iger talk about this. So yeah, it was it was interesting. You know, his contract's renewed, and then he has this interview where it yeah it basically sounds like nothing's off the table um, in terms of what's going to happen to Disney over the next couple of years. I think that he's right. He hit the nail on the head there with Marvel, um, just there being too much. I feel like Star Wars, the quality of that hasn't suffered as much almost. Well, as I'm surprised about Star Wars because Marvel. how do you pull back from not making any movies? Like he talked yeah. about like they're going to pull back on content creation, but Star Wars, basically they've canceled more movies than they've made over the past four or five years here. They have a few TV shows, but I think the Disney Plus stuff has done very well. I mean, The Mandalorian's yeah. done well. Ahsoka Andor, looks... Yeah, and Ahsoka looks Ahsoka amazing. looks phenomenal, so... I literally got chills when I said Ahsoka. <laughs> That's how good it looks. Right. And so it, it's it's interesting that he mentioned them as well because, yeah, it seems like they're not making as much, and, and maybe that's why some of these movies are getting canceled. Um, but I definitely agree with Marvel. They kind of just need to pull back and reassess... And they need to focus on, I think, the main characters and just making interesting stories. So it's good to hear. I think all yeah. in all, it's going to be beneficial long term. I think the coolest thing they have in the pipeline is the Marvels because you have multiple heroes and then they're basically like entangled in some way. That's actually a different storyline than we've seen. So this is the first Marvel movie since probably Endgame I'm excited about. Yeah, and it's interesting because Captain Marvel, 
I don't feel like people really talk much about, but I was looking up uh, all the Marvel movies for prepping for a future episode that will be coming out soon. Uh, so make sure you're subscribed for that. And I was looking at the box office totals, and I was surprised. Uh, Captain Marvel is actually one of the top uh, grossing earners. It actually did over a billion dollars. Really? Yeah, which, I mean, Marvel, a lot of their movies make a lot of money, but not that many of them go over a billion dollars, and that did. So I was kind of surprised by that. It seems like it like think, flew under the radar. I don't think it's one of their better movies, too, because I think that there was a lot of disappointment on my part because I wanted it to be like the original Wonder Woman movie, and I just didn't connect with her in the same way. Yeah, I think it might have been uh, like timing because that came out in between Infinity War and Endgame, so I think like yeah. the hype machine might have helped it. But yeah, it's interesting that that one uh, did that well. So, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I also, I kind of heard those comments um, and this that came out after it was announced that the Pixar series Win or Lose that was going to be coming to Disney Plus is canceled. And so they announced that, that they're not going to be making that anymore. And you know, I was kind of thinking about that after, you know, Elemental had just come out a couple weeks ago, did not come in number 1 at the box office and again, kind of the the chorus is, you know, Pixar's not doing as well. Uh, and then Bob Iger's kind of talking about selling TV assets and it sounds like nothing's off the table and i'm starting to think like could disney spin off pixar or sell pixar now obviously they haven't talked about that but it seems like with the movies maybe not doing as well in the box office because so many people are used to them on disney plus and now they're canceling a series that was going to be on disney plus which you would have thought hey if it was doing well on disney plus they'd keep churning out content um you, you kind of almost worry like is Pixar kind of on shaky ground here? And I think this is a huge mistake because I think that Pixar is maybe, but with the exception of like the cars and toy story franchises, Pixar is the only Disney property that right now is taking risks with making creative different properties. We went to see Elemental and we were kind of on the fence. It was like, really good. We were thinking like, oh, maybe we'll wait till it comes out on streaming. Like Very I think a good. lot of people yeah. were thinking and it was amazing. Really, really good. It it had a very good heart to it. I connected with the characters. It was one of the first times that like I felt so I think that's probably that's probably my favorite Pixar movie now. It is one of the best ones they've done. It's definitely the best that they've done recently. I think their biggest problem was with them putting everything for free on Disney Plus, yeah, people aren't used to seeing them in the theaters because it's not an issue if people won't go see animation. Because look at how much money Super Mario Brothers movie made. Yeah. You know, people will go. I think people just aren't used to Pixar, and maybe that's why they're canceling this series on Disney Plus because they're trying to get people. They don't want a lot of new content on Disney Plus because they want you to go back to the theaters to to pay for it. Yeah, and I mean. I cut up on Disney for this and a lot of companies for doing only proven properties, but there you go, Mario. That's something that people know and are familiar with, so they go, they went to the movie theater to see it, whereas Elemental didn't do nearly as well. Yeah, and I kind of feel like once Elemental goes on Disney+, Plus, it'll do well. It's kind of like in Kanto. It's explode. Like it's in Kanto, so you know, as much as people are saying, oh, Elemental's kind of flopping at the box office, it's made more money than in Kanto did when it came out. Now, Encanto blew up on Disney+. Plus. I kind of feel like Elemental, once people can see it on Disney+, Plus, it'll do well. Obviously, it doesn't have any like, music that will help it kind of like blow up like Encanto yeah. did. But I think people are really going to like it um, once you've seen it. So if you have not seen it, go check it out. Um, it's definitely a good movie. 
appearing in the creation shop in Epcot this week is this like stuffed figment hat. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but definitely check it out if you haven't. It's pretty cute. It's one of those like head turducken hats. So, <laughs> yeah. so like you put your head in another creature's head and now you have a new So head. can we get a hat for figment so that that way, because a turducken is like three, three. things in one. Yeah. So I think figment needs a hat as well. He can get an orange bird hat. Oh, that would to be go on cool. top of that. Yeah, there's been a lot of new Figment merch. The the race in November, if you do um, the 10K and the half marathon, you get a Figment two race medal. It looks really cool. So it's it's good to see Disney uh, doing a lot more of this Figment stuff in the parks. Yeah, they just they have a new pair of ears. And if I was like an ears wearer, I would 100% own these, but they're too expensive for me to just buy them to probably not wear them. But they are incredible they're probably the best pair of ears i've ever seen quick question for you angela where uh, in epcot is the creation shop located could you give me like an idea of like what's near it it's by beverly it's by beverly <laughs> so this is going to roll into our, our main topic here talking about ride comparisons um because i want to touch on a couple things real beverly quick. ties in well it does it will in a second i'm, I'm gonna wait for this one i'm, I'm interested so we went to Walt Disney World. Uh, if you didn't listen last week, we talked about going to the Star Cruiser. Um, so a, a kind of a, a mini little trip recap here as part of kind of these ride comparisons. But one thing that happened when we were uh, at Epcot, I, I determined Angela <laughs> does not understand the maps of the park. She very rarely knows where we are. But every time we were in Epcot and we would be Canada over... and Mexico are right next to each other, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sure. Um, every time we were near Beverly, she'd be like, oh, we're, we're right by Beverly. And I'm like, what are you like? How do you know that? And and that was the only thing she could remember. It was like we would walk up the creation shop. She's like, oh, Beverly's right here. Or we would be walking. We went to Guardian. She's like, oh, we're right near Beverly. And it's like everything was in relation to where where they serve Beverly. Not that you like Beverly. You told me you just like getting free soda. Okay, it has very much to do with the fact that nothing in Disney parks is free, except for maybe the maps and water, if you want to go get water. But um, but yeah, you can go in, you get a little sweet treat. You don't get Beverly because it's nasty, but they have a couple other flavors that are really good. There's like a watermelon flavor, and then there's another one that's maybe lychee. I don't remember, but I like two of them. And I go back and forth, and I could just like, drink some pop and get it for free and leave so somewhere in your mind in your mind palace (laughs) is a picture is is the word beverly and you know everything in relation to that so i joke that i was going to tell you important things and say just store that in your mind next to where you know beverly is i feel like i should just dress as beverly for the next run disney race that i do (laughs) just a big i'll just be a a big big thing of beverly so yeah so you you now know epcot as everything, just as a point from, if I'm start at Beverly, how do I get to everything? So, um, so yeah, with Epcot, we did get to ride Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. That was our first time riding that. I think we were a little nervous because you hear kind of mixed reviews. It makes you motion sick. It doesn't make yes, you motion very sick. Very nervous. And I mean, I I get sick on Mine Train, so I feel like not a lot of people complain about that, but the swaying action makes me ill. So I was really worried about guardians because everyone mentions like a lot of people say oh it makes you really ill yeah but it was a blast Um, we didn't have any problems with it i took a ginger pill before but i'm i don't really think it probably did anything yeah it was very smooth i think as long as you're not trying to like look around not where you're going you're okay like i think a lot of like if you're trying to 
like look behind you as you're spinning around. Yeah. It's going to cause you problems. But yeah, it's a, a blast. Um, we tried to get on it again with a lightning lane or something, but they were all sold out. Um, but that, had, that was a ton of fun. We had Iran, which wasn't my favorite song that we could have gotten. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted Conga, but I think everybody wants Conga. Yeah. And then the other new ride over there at Magic Kingdom uh, is Tron, which we got to ride that as well. We did get to ride that one twice because we were able to get a virtual queue it in the morning. It was so much fun. We a lightning wanted lane. to ride it again. Yeah. We got off and immediately said, hey, is there a lightning lane available? Uh, and there was. We, so. did want, we did want one at night, but... We were unable to get one late enough, but we still got one. Yeah, it was like dusk. They they had turned the lights on, but we couldn't really under the see canopy. Um, but yeah, you really couldn't see it. But absolutely phenomenal. The transition. I don't want to give like too much away because I know it's still relatively new. A lot of people may not have ridden it. But when you're in the queue, there's like a pre-show, and the transition of you entering the grid is phenomenal yeah. and the, the it's, pre-show it's very ma- it's magical the pre-show in guardians is phenomenal as well yeah. as you get transported and it's really interesting because you have these two new rides and then if you kind of add in like rise of the resistance as well because that's probably the other most recent one and even mickey Minnie's runaway railway kind of like the four newest rides over there their pre-shows are phenomenal and i think it shows like disney can make really interesting pre-shows that like pull you in that kind of make it part of the ride um and it's interesting to see that and, and hopefully they kind of way ca- better than put your hands over your head yeah and that's stay. what i'm saying yeah and, and like just having like just queuing so i think that's really well done and you know hopefully they continue that with with future rides doing those like Really interesting cues uh, and pre-shows. So both of those were uh, really fun. Glad we got to ride um, both of those. Can't wait to kind of go back and ride them again. Tron might be my new favorite ride. I mean, Flight of Passage is really, really good. But Tron, I don't know. It's the way that you're in the car. It makes you feel like you're going so fast. And you kind of have a little bit of mobility in there, too. So you can kind of like, I don't want to say stand up. You can't stand up, but um, get up a little bit. It's really fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. I think the only problem is it's it's, it's short. Too, it's too short. Yeah, but it's fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, all right, and then over at Animal Kingdom, oh, Animal Angela Kingdom. got to live out your dream. We finally got to <sighs> see an animal operation happening. We got there early enough and got to see a procedure over there. It was one of the most magical experiences of my Disney career. You know, going to Disney because we always go later, and this time we're like, let's go early. And Joe was smart enough to be like, hey, let's let's get over to Rafiki's Planet Watch early and see if we can catch an operation. So we walk over, and there is a warthog in an MRI machine, and they are checking it out. And basically, it had something wrong with its tooth; it broke its tooth, and so they had to do. It wasn't a root canal, but basically a root canal on it, and it was probably like an hour and a half, two hours. I we sat there the whole yeah, we time. stayed for the whole thing. Yeah. I sat there on the on the floor with my legs crossed next to the kids, and you actually got a shout out from Doctor Betsy because they they come <laughs> out and they they answer questions after. So we got to see Doctor Ryan. He was the one doing the procedure, and Doctor Betsy was there. If you've watched the Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, so after she came out, and was asking questions or. She wasn't asking questions. She was answering questions. Uh, and then the you- cast member, the cast member there knew I was there for a long time. And she looked at me and she said, do you have any questions? Well, because you were at like you were asking a lot of questions of the cast members. I was. Uh, yeah. And so. But uh, they were I mean, it was really cool. They filter out cast members. At one point, it was a it was one of her keepers. Yeah. There's a lot of different keepers. I think. 
they said that there are 21 um troy who is one of her keepers came out and said that he is one of 21 keepers in that section because they've split up who takes care of the animals by section yeah and it's like of half the- of the savannah so it's not yeah. like just just the warthogs had 21 but yeah but they were out there but but you just said no i don't have a question just good job and she was like thanks for staying the whole time <laughs> yeah. so like like they knew you were there the whole time so yeah it was it was really cool um again you gotta get there early one thing we found out was they typically have some sort of animal in there every day but wednesday but they say that they tell uh guest relations what time everything's yep. happening so if you're interested in doing this because this is out in rafiki's planet watch you have to take the train to get out there in animal kingdom if you're interested when you go in stop at guest relations and ask them what time the procedure is happening. And that way you kind of know what time you have to be there. Cause it's not like first thing in the morning. It might be, I think this one was maybe around like 10 o'clock, yeah. you know, and the park opens at seven 30 or eight. So it's not like you have to go there first, but you can definitely ask about that. But, uh, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, also got to see the return of happily ever after. Ugh. That was amazing. Pro tip. Ugh. We found out if you see tape on the ground where they're keeping pathways open, try to stand at the front, like right with a with a tape line in front of you because nobody's allowed to ever stand there during the yep. show and so that way you don't have to worry about people being right in front it of was you amazing. you know that that you can't kind of see over their heads yeah i mean if we could we found one a little bit further back at the end of main street i bet there were other ones even closer but it was the most stress free watch experience i've had in a long time because i didn't have to worry about anybody stepping in front of me um Joe never has that problem because he's six foot yeah, three. Yeah, in front of everybody. But it was great. I mean, happily ever after. Again, great show. So glad to have it back. It was so worth it. I, the, the song I is think I just so up. good. The song is so good. It's so good. Um, yeah, it's just it's wonderful to have that back. So, all right. So let's get into the ride comparison. So we're going to start with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So what we're going to be doing here is again comparing the Disneyland version versus the Disney World version, and which one is our favorite. So with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, easy. you have it at Hollywood Studios and Disneyland. Easy. Which one do you think? The one in Disneyland is better because they took the one in Disney World and they plussed it. They added extra like extra little scenes. I think there were a couple little, little tiny things that they added in there. And then also the queuing is really cool. Like they have um, snacks. I think they had one. I can't remember what it was called, but it was Powerline themed. I think it was like Powerline electric lemons or something. Um, so it's just a really, it's just a overall better experience. So first, I, I want to touch on your comment on they plussed it because there was a lot of talk before this opened that it was going to be different. There's going to be added scenes to this. They had <laughs> more room, all this stuff. It's the exact same ride. The scenes yeah, they've added a are tiny little things. Yeah, it's like a, there are the transitions. It's right? a hallway that has lights in it. So I mean, don't tell me that's an added scene to it. No, I think that there were a couple extra like characters in the transition no, between there's the nothing, rooms. Yeah. I swear to goodness, there were goofy. Goofy talks. He has like a little bit of a speech in the in the one transition, and that's about it. But it's basically the same ride. So the rides I'm gonna say are essentially the same. I'm not. Nope. I'm not buying off that those added little tunnels make it that much better. But I will agree with you, the queue is what makes Disneyland's version better. Because the queue in Walt Disney World, they put like no money in at all. They basically were just like, oh, we're just going to keep it a theater and, and that's it. Whereas in Disneyland's, to your point, the props and they are meta. That's what makes them oh, hilarious yeah. is they act like it's real. Like they had the... um 
the steering wheel from the ship of Steamboat Willie. And there's a sign that says the actual steering wheel from Steamboat Willie. And I told yep. you that. You're like, wait, that's the real one? And I'm like, no. So, so dumb. It's animated. So dumb. It's it's an animated thing, but they have that that you can play with, and they have. I'm as bad as like the children. Yeah. Like, how could you have the actual? I thought maybe it was like a mock up or something of something that they would have used. But yeah. You but, can but they that but they act like it. it's all real, and, and they have the, these props from basically all the movies Mickey was in. So for that reason alone, the queue is kind of like a ride to see all those Easter eggs and see all those props. That makes it better um but i'm not going to just give it to it just because there's an added couple tunnels on the ride there but i'll agree with you that one on disneyland so all right the next one is pirates of the caribbean and i put this one out on instagram and overwhelmingly people said disneyland 68 percent to 32 percent disneyland i'm going to disagree with them and i know this is where a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people i talk to have disagree with me and instagram does uh, as well but I, get, I do too. Yeah. I get that Disneyland's version is longer and I it, it is very grand. I will give it that. It, the the scale of it does feel and scope feel larger than Disney World. And you go through Blue Bayou at the beginning. You do. You do. My problem with it is is it's longer, but it's mostly just the caves in the beginning and there's no real like story to it. Like it's just it, to me it's almost too long. Like it's kind of pointless to have that i like that walt disney world gets into it a little bit quicker and i do feel like when we went to disneyland recently here the end of it it their version where the town's burning the effects weren't as good as they were a few years ago i don't know if they're broken yeah and yeah somebody maybe who goes to disneyland more can let us know about that because i felt like the ceiling was on fire yeah and it, we it looked like it was collapsing so if that was all working i would say i would maybe say disneyland but with that not working the ride's essentially the same i will say though over at walt disney world they do have caves at the beginning. It's a little bit shorter. It needs to be brighter. Disneyland's is overall just darker. Like I feel like they don't have as good of lighting as Disneyland's does over at Walt Disney World. So I feel like they could use a little bit more lights to kind of brighten up those caves. But overall, I think Disney World's is better. I think it gets the story more. It gets to the point more. The treasure room's bigger. The treasure room's bigger. So I'm going Disney World. Yeah, I think I'm with the majority with Disneyland. I do agree almost there's too much preamble like once you get through blue bayou there's a there's a period of time there where i'm like okay can we like are we gonna get into there's the no ride? pirates where are the pirates yeah it is I, that part is a bit too long but there's i think a couple additional effects that are cool there's that one guy that you pass by him he's a skeleton when you look back he's not um i don't believe that that's in walt disney world i don't know for some reason it just feels it feels better and Disneyland uh, like I don't know and most people agree it, with you yeah. I, I'm I'm one of the outliers here so yeah. all right now moving on so this is a, a ride where it's not exactly the same ride it's a little bit different but same ride mechanics basically the same ride so you have Indiana Jones over in Disneyland and Dinosaur over in Animal Kingdom so if you would ask me this before we went to Disneyland I would have told you Dinosaur is the better ride because I love the fancifulness of it and, you know, the dinosaurs. But Indy is so grand. You go in, there's that, like, main showroom where there's the crazy monster and the bridge. Um, and it is just such a cool ride. And then you have the um, 
the boulder that almost falls on you. I mean, it just really, it, it has a much grander feel to it than dinosaur does. I still like dinosaur. I still think it's a fun ride. I, I think they're almost a little bit like comparing apples and oranges, but if I had to pick one, I probably would say Indy. Yeah, I mean, Indiana Jones is two stories and dinosaurs not. And that's why you have, like like you're saying, where you go in the main room where the idol is and you go across the bridge and like the eye looks at you and everything. It's so much more grander because it, it's two stories. And, you know, a lot of people, I think, see that they're the same ride and go, oh, they should just put Indiana Jones and Animal Kingdom at Dinosaur. But it's not that simple because of that, because it's not... The exact same Completely layout. Different, yeah. yeah, I mean, Dinosaur is only one story. Indiana Jones is two stories. So they would have to still basically kind of tear out Dinosaur to put in, put in Indiana Jones. But I agree with you. The Disneyland version, the Indiana Jones version of this ride is a much better version. It's the same ride vehicle, same ride technology, but it's better. It's grander. I also feel like Again, it kind of comes down to lighting. Like, Dinosaur yeah. is so dark, you can't see really what's going on in there. Actually, I saw on the internet because it broke down and people got evacuated from it and they turned the lights on. Most of those dinosaurs are only like just their head or the top of their body. So I think that's why it's so dark in there because <laughs> they didn't even build the full animatronics. It actually looks scarier just seeing, um, I forget, the crustaceous. Uh, it's not Tyrannosaurus, but the one that's always attacking, like just seeing it's Indominus. No, it's not the Indominus yeah. Rex. But just seeing it's like disembodied head standing there, like Car- Carnotaurus. Yeah, something like that. It's it's almost scarier uh, seeing just like half of it there. Um, but I think that's why they kind of keep it so dark. So yeah, I think Indiana Jones. It's just there's more to see. It's a it's a grander ride. Um, so I think Disneyland's definitely better. And most people on Instagram agree this one was closer, but 57% said Disneyland. All right, so moving on to Space Mountain, I think this is another contentious one. Um, I think you have a lot of people that say it's Disney World. You have a lot of people saying it's Disneyland, and you can kind of get into some heated debates here on uh, on which version's better. So the ride cars are different on this one, and for me, and I'm, I'm going to be completely honest and upfront about this, I have too many good memories tied to the Disney World one for me to give the Disneyland one a fair shot. Um, I just don't, I really enjoy being in a car where like that sleigh kind of car where I'm by myself. And then like, usually you ride behind me. It's like the Matterhorn. And I think a lot of people over at Disneyland love the Matterhorn. You have a lot of people that are like diehard Matterhorn fans. And I think that's why you have a lot of people that are diehard Walt Disney World Space Mountain fans because it's it's basically kind of the Matterhorn over well, yeah, because it's, it's very chaotic. Yeah. Um, I think that one for some reason also does not really make me feel sick. I felt a little bit sicker on the one in Disneyland. I mean, I didn't wasn't wasn't sick, but I I just think that makes you a little queasy. Yeah, it made me a little bit like queasy while I was on it, and as soon as I stepped off it, I was fine. But yeah, it's I don't know. I just think the one at Walt Disney World is is better for me. Yeah, this this one's very close for me. And on Instagram, it was close too. Yeah, and I think I think I'm kind of with Instagram here. So it was actually uh, 51, 49 on Instagram. I I won't say uh, which one yet. You know, Disneyland, it is uh, it has more lights. It has the onboard sound. Like I feel like there's more stars. It's easier to kind of see. It is a lot smoother. And I think that's the knock on Walt Disney World is it's it's not smooth. It's too rough. But there's part of me 
that likes the chaotic nature of Walt Disney World. And also, in this case, this is the one rare instance where Walt Disney World's version is the original. Yeah. Most of the time, when we're talking about rides, Disneyland's is the original and Walt Disney World's is the copy. But in this case, Disney World's is the original ride. So I think for those reasons it kind of holds a special place in my heart just due to like the chaos of it. Not that Disneyland isn't great. Cause I, I do love the onboard sound. I do love that. You can, you know, see a little bit more. They have some more like the stars projection mapping, but I'm I think okay. The seeing was the part that made me a little yeah, crazy, <laughs> yeah. but I'm okay with it. Not being smooth. Again, it's, it's kind of like the Matterhorn. A lot of people love the Matterhorn for that reason, but they're like, Oh, you know, it, it throws your back out. But part of me loves space mountain. So I'm going to go Walt Disney world. On Instagram, we mentioned it was close. It's 5149 Disneyland, so just slightly edging out Disneyland, but it was actually close. And I think that's interesting because you do hear a lot of people, like you could talk to 10 people, and I do feel like five will tell you Walt Disney World, five will tell you Disneyland. So this one is is always close um, whenever it comes to kind of a debate on, on who has it better. All right, our next one on the list is It's a Small World. And I feel like this one, you know, a lot of people say – Hey, it's got to be Disneyland. Like people think you're nuts if you say Walt Disney World because uh, Disneyland, it's outdoors. It has that facade. It has the Disney characters on it. But, you know, Walt Disney World, I think inside that clock, I think it does, you know, a nice, not the outside facade, but kind of inside is very beautiful. I also like that it's full of water. I feel like it kind of immerses you better that's like you're on an actual boat ride because it's it's just all water leading up to the characters whereas you know Disneyland you can very much see that you're in a canal. You know, for me this one I really could go either way on this and I know that's not like a great answer that people want you to be like no you have to say one or I'll, the other. I will I'll say one. But for me I'll save you. They're they're very similar. I mean they're they're basically the same ride. Yeah, having some Disney characters in it over in Disneyland is cool. But if you don't have them, that's not that big a deal to me. Um, again, I, I do like the aesthetic of the Walt Disney World one and how the water is kind of fully in there. But I do get the history uh, and everything of you know being something that was from the World's Fair, you know, then to Disneyland. That's kind of the original version uh, over in Disneyland that that holds, um, you know, that 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 holds a special place in people's heart. And the fact that you are outside is pretty cool. But yeah, to me, it's kind of a coin toss. I feel like whichever one I ride last, I say is my favorite. So because I rode Walt Disney World's last, I guess I'm going to go with Walt Disney World's here. <laughs> I will say, because when we were in Walt Disney World, it was so hot, I was very thankful that um, the exterior of it was not outside. Because part of the experience of Walt Disney World is, oh my gosh, I get to go inside and ride this ride that's going to take about 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes for me to go through the line and then also go through the ride. And it's going to give me that 15, 20 minutes worth of relief. So I feel like, you know, my last experience is really tied to the relief of from the heat and the humidity. But overall, if we're just talking about just purely aesthetics and everything... I think I'm flipping on this one. I, I I used to be Disney World. You're going Disneyland? And I think I'm going Disneyland. Now, again, there are some shortcomings at Disneyland where, you know, you can almost, you can see the bottoms of some of the props because you're up so high in the canal. But I just really, I like the characters. I like the original exterior. And so I think that for me, it's, probably my favorite and i i feel like i used to make a big deal about the suns too but i felt like disneyland has some pretty cool suns as well so 
Yeah. Yeah. Again, when you ride them kind of back to back, like to your point before, you're saying like, oh, Disney World had better sons or that. But like when you see them together, they are they are closer than I think you think. Yeah. You know, uh, initially. So. All right. The next one is Test Track and Radiator Springs Racers. Again, not the exact same ride, um, but very similar. Same kind of ride mechanics uh, here on this one. And on Instagram, this was a blowout. And I think that we both are going to agree. So do you want to say our answer yeah. on three? I, I definitely think this is a blowout. Sure. One, two, three. Radiator, Radiator Springs. Springs. Yeah, it, it is a blowout. Uh, I think Instagram has this one right. 79% said Disneyland and Radiator Springs Racers because I don't know how you can look at the two of them, put them side by side. One is highly themed. It's racing. So you have two vehicles, which adds uh, an additional component to it. Um, I think a better story and integration of the technology uh and then the other one you know you have with with test track so i think well the i the thing about test track that i think throws me off is i think it's really fun i think that the cars do some really interesting things in that but well, yeah, it always feels like you are riding an advertisement to me right right and that's the thing and that's it's what like, it is yeah, i mean you're, you're you're testing a car so it's like it, you're integrated much better in radiator springs racers because you're in a car so it's driving you around. So it makes sense that the car is moving itself, that you're not driving because the cars, you know, because the cars and cars, that makes no sense. The cars and cars are cars and cars. Um, <laughs> so so they're, so they're driving you around and then, and then you have a big race. Whereas, yeah, test track, it's like, okay, we're going to drive on this and then test traction and test speed. And like, it's just, it's just not as well done. Um, but yeah, overall, I think Radiator Springs is a much better version of that ride. Our next one is one of my favorite classic rides, the Tiki Room. Yeah, the Enchanted Tiki Room. And, you know, I forgot over in Disneyland that they don't have like that pre-show with yeah, Clive and Claude. Yeah. Over in Disneyland, like they just, they don't have as much space uh, outside. So you basically are walking right into the Tiki Room. Whereas over in Walt Disney World, you kind of have that exterior space. You also have like a better rain effect as part of Walt Disney World's, like they actually have water coming down um, during the rainstorm, whereas over in Disneyland, it's just kind of lighting and sound. The one downside to Walt Disney World is that they don't have the water fountain in the middle yeah. uh, going up to the Birdmobile. But overall, I think the Disney World version is better. And it also, I think, is because they recently redid it because they switched it to the under new management, which was terribly done. Uh, then there was like a fire in there, so they had to rebuild it. So it's it's much nicer and I think kind of better overall in Walt Disney World's for that reason. But yeah, it's interesting where you don't have it often where Disney World's is plused versus Disneyland, but you have some pluses in Walt Disney World. So I'm going Tiki Room and Walt Disney World. Yep, me too. Yeah, it's it's a, I think it's a much better, minus the fountain, it is a much better, better experience i enjoyed it a lot more um so yeah i think that that you you got it there all right our next one haunted mansion so for me i think the haunted mansion so i'm just gonna go kind of straight to my opinion and then back it up i think that the haunted mansion in disney world is better and i think that there are a couple reasons for this the queuing in walt disney world is fantastic um, they have all those interactive features and everything. Like, there's yeah. much more. They have the tombstones. Like, they don't need the tombstones over there in Disneyland. There are some tombstones, but they're overgrown. You can't even read them. And there's a couple. There's like yeah. there's like four or five. And they're not as funny where you have 
dozens of them uh, over at Walt Disney World. Yeah, just a lot more to yeah, do there. Yeah, there's, I mean, again, you know, talking about going back to what we said about the Tiki Room, I, the the queuing in Walt Disney World is plus. It is far better than Disneyland. When you get into the actual ride, and I know that there's a lot of um, debate over, well, it's better. The one in Disneyland is better because it's an actual elevator. When you, you're in the stretching room, room yeah. you actually are moving, whereas in Disney World, you are not. But I think that, quite honestly, you can't really tell the difference. And Disney World is a little bit longer than in Disneyland's. I like I, I, the room with the um, the bride, and you can see the hats. I don't even know if the hats were there. In that's like one of my in favorite the attic Easter scenes. eggs. Yeah, yeah. Over in Disneyland. So it was. It wasn't as well lit over in Disneyland. I know that they have the Hatbox Ghost, but Disney World's supposed to be getting that like soon. So I think that overall, Disney World's is better. I agree with a lot of your points there. You know, Disney World's is longer, and I feel like it has just an overall spookier feel to it. I think just the the style of it, and, I, and maybe because they have the tombstones and more of the queuing, like I, I feel like it's just a, an overall spookier feel because some of the added pieces of it, like especially at the beginning with the stairs and some of the other scenes, I feel like just adds the overall spookier vibe to it. Uh, you're right. Disneyland is a hatbox ghost. We're supposed to be getting that Disney World. But overall, with the queuing and the length of the ride and just some of the added details, I'm going Walt Disney World unless you're throwing in the holiday overlay. <laughs> because Disneyland does get the holiday overlay over there. And I think with that and the hatbox ghost, I would go Disneyland if you're going to throw that is in that with night- the Nightmare Before Christmas. I was going to say, is that Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas? Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I'm sticking with Walt Disney World. The one other notable thing about Disneyland, which I think does give it a, a little bit of an, I don't want to say an edge because I picked Disney World, is I feel like Madame Leota's head moves around a lot more. It does. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Disneyland, she is kind of like floating, not just She's up and down, around. but she kind of moves in yeah. uh, like three dimensions. Yeah, it is, is a lot better, done, which is weird. Again, when you see things like that of like, how can they do it in one place and not the other? But maybe that'll be something they update. I know Walt Disney World's going to be going down for maintenance. I think a lot of people think that's when the Hatbox Ghost is going to get installed. Maybe they make some updates to Madame Leota over there as well. Because again, over at Disneyland, they bring that down every year to do the holiday overlay. So they have time to do kind of some of that stuff and, and change some of the effects where they don't have that time over at Walt Disney World. So maybe we'll get something like that over there. So the next one is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yeah, so I think for Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Disneyland's is the superior version. The third lift hill is so much better at Disneyland's with the projection mapping and the fuse going. Walt Disney World does not have any of that like magic to it um, at the end. And I feel like, and I, I'm not sure about this, but I feel like Walt Disney World is shorter. Like it didn't feel as long. It felt like at Disneyland's, it was a little bit longer. There was more happening to it. And again, it has that added effect on that lift hill. So maybe that added something to it in my mind. But yeah, I think overall, it's pretty easy um, that that Disneyland has the better version of this compared to Walt Disney World. I think that Big Thunder is more fun over in Disneyland. I think that there's more to it. I think that, I don't know, it just, it looks better. I don't know. Like, I don't even know. I feel like the mountains look 
Well, they are different. They better. are based on different mountain ranges, and I don't remember off the top of my head. I think they're right like now. redder over in. I yeah. don't know. I might be making this well, up. Well, because one of them is based on um, like Utah, and one of them is based on I think like Arizona. So they they are different styles. They're they're different colors and things because they are based on like different states and mountain ranges in different cities. Yeah. So I I I agree for all the reasons, but especially the projection mapping that well um that Disneyland is better. Yeah, it just it feels like a better ride. Like there's just there's yes. something I can't put my finger on. Again, I don't know if it that it's longer or that just it it feels kind of more chaotic and or just the effects of it add more to it, but it just seems like there's more going on in Disneyland and overall just the excitement and joy I had at Disneyland. I just felt like I got off of Walt Disney World and was like there was something missing to that. Like if I would never have ridden Disneyland's I think, hey, Walt Disney World's great. Nothing against it, but after you get after you ride Disneyland, like a couple weeks later, I'm like, I just feel like this one's missing something, and I can't put my finger on what it is. Uh, maybe some, you know, our listeners, if they feel the same way, you know, send us a message or something like that. And let me know. But only if you feel the same way. <laughs> no, no. But I'm just saying, like, if you feel it, maybe you know. Hey, oh, I've thought of that, and I think this is what it's missing. Because again, I just I can't put my finger on it. I like how twice now you have cited that a ride is better because it is more chaotic which is hilarious coming from a person who is very planned and strategic it's fun it's fun like the the chaos and just that's what makes when you get on a roller coaster or a roller coaster type ride which i (laughs) this that's gonna be a whole other show if i ever figure out what the definition of a roller coaster type ride is because we were on tron you're in line for tron and it says this is a roller coaster like attraction a roller coaster type attraction and i go if tron isn't a roller coaster <laughs> i don't know what is so is there like a definition of you have to be like seated like is the only person who's riding a roller co- coaster the one in the back on tron because they sure. have a special car in the I, have, back? I have no idea but so yeah so i don't know if big thunder mountains a roller coaster a roller coaster type ride i think space mountains roller coaster type so whatever when you ride roller coasters or roller coaster type attractions you want them to be a little bit crazy like you want some speed you want some unpredictability to it so i think yeah that's why for me the uh the chaotic nature of them i enjoy that more all right we're gonna wrap it up here with parades and i think this one's not even close so you have the festival of fantasy parade over at magic kingdom and you have magic happens over at disneyland and again it's not even close it's festival of fantasy no. no, I'm just kidding. It's magic happens. That parade is so good. The yep. floats are incredible. The, the floats are huge. Like I've only ever seen YouTube videos of it. Seeing it in person, the scale of the floats, a video does not do it justice. So if you've never had the chance to see magic happens in person, uh, if you go to Disneyland, if you have the opportunity to do it, because it is so worth it because the, the scale and just the grandeur of it all. And just the song of Magic Happens is good. Is good. Like Festival of Fantasy doesn't have a song like that that you can remember. And much of the same way that Happily Ever After is great because of the song Happily Ever After, the yeah. Magic Happens song is just phenomenal. Yeah, I I mean, I just think that the whole pomp and circumstance of the ma- the Magic Happens parade was is so much better. Um, it, it is led by the Disneyland marching band. They culminated by playing we don't talk about bruno like in the very front of the park we had really good seats for it so that was really cool to see corella deville was at the very front and she is just hilarious so it was cool to see her out there i don't know how she walks in those shoes but 
yeah, she she was great. And then the floats are just so enormous and beautiful. The cocoa float is amazing. Um, so is the the my favorite float was the one from Frozen Two because you had the the horse and you had the forest and it was kind of going through a transition. It was like a fall, so it was all these fall colors and it was just huge and beautiful. You love the Moana float. Um, they were just yeah. Crazy. The Moana float has a screen in it yeah, to to, cool. to make it look like water. Yeah. All in all, it's uh, absolutely if, amazing. If you took Maleficent's dragon and put it over in Disneyland, it would it would well, not it would even too. slightly be a competition. Maleficent's dragon is the pretty much only saving grace, I think, for the for Disney Festival World. Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're you're right, and it would fit because they have Maleficent. Well, not Maleficent, but they have Sleeping Beauty. A float as part of magic happens because they have the three fairies in there so you could have easily factored in um maleficent's dragon over there but yeah just magic happens is great again i think it looks great when you see it on a video but it's a whole different experience being there in person so yeah not even close uh with disneyland over there all right so that wraps up our show this week thanks everybody that voted on our instagram we're at enchanted ears podcast over on instagram subscribe to us because as we do these episodes we like to throw these polls out so your vote can be counted on on one of our uh, future episodes there you can also kind of shout at us and tell me why i'm wrong that disney world's pirates of the caribbean uh is better than disneyland's but i'm sticking to that one so I want to thank everybody again for listening this week. If you've not done so, please leave us a rating or a review. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. It really helps, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for lending us your ears. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you here next Monday. Bye-bye.